Hi, on the Daily Family. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Danielle McCleary. This episode, I am actually bringing you a free training that I did inside of my free Facebook community called The Main Character CEO. It's a networking community for entrepreneurs and people growing their businesses, people looking to connect with other entrepreneurs and grow together and scale their businesses. And so I did a training inside of there a little while back and it was called Main Character Energy. And so this is that training that you're going to hear. Obviously it was formatted for a training on this page. So um, if it sounds like a little, like I'm talking to a room full of people, it's because I was, uh, but I really wanted you to hear it. And if you haven't been a part of um, the main character CEO networking space yet, make sure you click the link in our show notes and make sure that you register for that because it is a really awesome space. We do monthly trainings in there. There's always some cool journal prompts and questions and a lot of community building. And I think you'll really, really dig it. Hey friend, welcome to On The Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast, I'm a multi six-figure entrepreneur, co-founder and president of HypeU Media and CEO of Danielle on the Daily Coaching. What I'm really interested in is helping you live a life and have a business that is a full body yes. So through all of my education and all of my experience, I'm bringing you two episodes a week where I will guide you and give you the tools necessary to scale a massive, sustainable and sexy business using your intuition, wealth energetics and human design. What we can call it is business biohacking. So if you're down for that, then I say let's frickin' go. I'm so glad you're here. And before we jump in to this training, I just want to share a little bit about my friend, uh, Harley Jordan, who is uh, the owner and CEO and creator of the All Influence Collective. She also has recently started a program called the Do Less Club. And the Do Less Club is super, super rad and something I resonate with so deeply. She has created an eight-week live coaching program that's going to take multi-passionate personality, typically creators, um, and they're going to create an aligned social media brand. So it's going to give you a lot of personal branding that comes like mailing your messaging, selling your online courses, uh, brand partnership basics. So if you're a content creator and you're really looking to not overwork yourself or not drain your battery really quickly, uh, but still get the coaching and the you know the the skills that you're going to need to build that business, then you have to look at my friend uh, Harley's program called Do Less Club. The link is in the show notes. Um, it's now open for registration. And if you use the code HYPE, you can get 10% off. So content creators, this one's for you. And I hope you enjoy because Harley's show Brand Me Creator is a show on the HYPE Media Network. And so if you haven't listened to her show or followed her or you know engaged with her content, now is the time. And I just know that you're really going to love her. So enjoy that. My favorite space that I currently have open for enrollment is my Scale to Six Mastermind. And, you know, I don't know if people understand the power of masterminds, and I didn't either until I joined one. So I wanted to just give you a little overview of what you can expect by being a part of a mastermind, because I think that the road of entrepreneurship can be really, really lonely, and it can be a lot of, 
you know, questioning yourself and wondering if you're doing things right. And, you know, wondering if anybody else is going through the things that you're going through. I know that I used to just do the most and it wasn't until I joined a mastermind and I heard people talk about, you know, making big sales with ease and having their biggest months ever and it not, you know, almost driving them into the ground and them not dealing with stress constantly. And that really shifted me. Similarly, before I went into that space, I thought making $200,000 a year would be really, really insane. And then I entered a mastermind and I met coaches who were making $400,000 a month. And I was like, oh my gosh, my belief just expanded. And I think there's a lot of people who will go to become you know, entrepreneurs and build businesses and scale businesses, but they'll still be hanging around or asking advice of the people that knew them before. And a lot of people can't understand what you're doing because they've never done it themselves. So when you enter a space like a mastermind, that's a really, really good opportunity for you to get the clarity that you need, to get the accountability that you need, to get the the space to grow at the rate you want to. It's kind of this like quantum leaping vortex that you enter into, which is really, really cool. And so my scale to six mastermind is all for people that are looking to scale to six figures. That could be for you six figures a year. That could be six figures a month. And regardless of where you're at, we have a space for you. Um, There are biweekly group coaching calls. There are um, weekly sales skills calls. So anything from copy to Facebook ads, to email marketing, to learning automation, we do skills calls in there. I do virtual quarterly retreats, which are all business focused and growth focused, as well as a Slack channel where you can connect with everyone else inside of the mastermind. And we also have an astrologer that does astrology readings every month and kind of gives us the forecast, things to focus on, things to let go of, things to release. And we um, have a really, really, really great time. There's also a VIP option where you can talk on private calls as well. If being a part of a mastermind is something that you're ready for, or like this is lighting you up and you're like, oh, I just want to be a a part of a space like that, then go ahead and click the link in our show notes or come to Instagram at Danielle underscore on the daily and just send me a message and we can chat. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy this training. It's called Main Character Energy, and it's really teaching you how to take the power back in your own life and stand really, really tall in what you know to be true for yourself and not you know, continue to cater to other people's version of you, but instead just stand really tall in the version of you that you're building. And so I hope you enjoy it. So excited about this. So hello and welcome to Main Character Energy. I I feel like, you know how there's things in your life that you're, you kind of go, oh, I really need to like do that. But the actual, like the steps in your head to doing it actually feel uh, more complicated than you like want. I, I don't know. Okay. So long story short, I have been wanting to do a masterclass like this for a long time, but I didn't feel like I could, right? Like I was like, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. This is something that I I could teach on because it just like main character energy just has been something that like I've actually always um, had. But when I decided that I am going to do a masterclass on this, what I did is I went through and I was like, well, what was it? Like, what is it that I have? What is it that is this like thing that you know, makes, makes the energy magnetic. Right. And so that is what I'm here to teach you today. I'm seeing all these comments about my outfit y'all. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
if only you could, well, because we're all about transparency over here, how about the fact that I'm wearing lime green sweat shorts on the bottom? Okay, I normally don't do that, but you know, it's business on top, it's comfort on the bottom, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. Okay, moving on. Oh, my team is literally gonna be like, you're insane. They're gonna they're gonna laugh at that and they're gonna be like, you're insane. I'm gonna be like, yes, we are insane. Okay. Okay, let's do this. So main character energy. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my story first. For those of you who have never trained with me, I see a lot of returning faces in here. I'm so happy to see so many returning faces. For those of you who are brand new to this community, welcome. So a little backstory. Um I well, first of all, this group, this Facebook page that you're all a part of, Main Character CEO, this is my new free Facebook community, okay? We have decided to launch this, and the reason for that is because when I started my business as a coach, I was like, I want to create a movement. This isn't just about, like, me making money and, like, putting out programs and, like, getting clients. Like, that's not what it's about. Yes, of course, money's part of it. Of course, like, we all want to have you know, the, to never have to say no because of money. And that is absolutely, that will always be a priority for me. And equally, I've always wanted a movement, right? I've always wanted a movement. And, and what I mean by that is I've always wanted a place where the people that are in my world can come together and also get to know each other. And y'all, when I tell you that I have the best client community, I am biased as H-E double hockey sticks. And I am aware of that. And I will stand by it until the day I die. My community is the best. And so what I wanted was to bring all of you together and allow and give the opportunity for you to get to know each other, to network with each other, to, you know, to learn together, to grow together. And also just to, you know, if, if you have been like wanting to dip your toes into like a higher ticket container, like our mastermind or, you know, the scale to six mastermind or a program, or if even like private mentorship is something that you've been considering. All of my clients are in here. So you can really talk to other people and see like, is this a fit for me or not? And ultimately that's the most important thing. It's not about you saying yes. It's not about you jumping into higher ticket containers. For me, it's about your decision. For me, it's about you having the power within yourself to go, yes, that's a fit for me. No, that's not a fit for me. And you get to figure that out by being a part of this community. So we're going to have live Q and A's in here. Sometimes I'm going to do live. I'm going to do these free masterclasses in this group. You're going to get to grow together. We'll have some, um, we'll have like client spotlights. So if you're like really killing it and like something that you learned in here, like you applied it and it, it like, it blew your business up or it blew your life up in some amazing way. Like, I want to hear about it. My team wants to hear about it and we want to spotlight you in this group. So that is what main character CEO is. You're now in it. You don't have to do anything. You're here. You're a part of it. Congratulations. It's free. Amazing. Yay. Hurrah. So that's that. Second, the main character energy class, where this came from was I, about five years ago, I was like, kind of at like, I wouldn't, yes, I, it was rock bottom, right? It was rock bottom. And I was literally, I parked outside of my house in LA and, um, you know, things were fine. Like I had a good job. I made good money, but I lived in LA and it was expensive. And so I, I always, I was always broke. I was always feeling like that stress around money. 
And it literally got to the point where my dad had to like bail me out. I got a boot on my car for parking illegally. If anybody is from LA, you know that that's like a common thing. It was like a boot on my car, literally right outside of my house. And I just like broke down and sobbed and like breezy, like was there for me. And it was amazing. Um, but I, I had to call my dad and ask him for money to like bail me out of this because I truly couldn't afford it. And I needed my car, right? Because I had a kid who was in preschool and I had a job that I had to drive to, like all the things, right? We've we, Most of us have been there in some, some way or another. And it was kind of in that moment, I was like, I need to remember who the fuck I am. Like, I need to remember who the fuck I am, where the fuck I come from, who the fuck my parents are. Like, I need to remember this and I need to, to step back into that power. And so in that moment, I decided I was never, ever going to be in that situation again. And it's been like this constant uphill and like ebb and flow, of course, but it's been a constant coming home to myself over the last five years. And I mean, and, and when I say like, it was, I had to remember I have always been like this. Like I have always shown up as the main character of my life. I got married at age 20, even though every single person in my life told me not to. I decided to switch majors away from business after my first semester of college because I was like, this don't feel right, which is funny that now I'm a business coach, but I went to school for theater and dance and I got a master's in it. So go figure. But I moved to London. I danced professionally. I literally applied to my dream university at UC San Diego, got denied, appealed by letter, got denied again, literally walked into the office of the dean and was like, hi, I have been denied admission to this university and I'm unable to accept no for an answer. Let's talk. And like ultimately got in, I graduated summa cum laude or magna, whatever the highest one is. I graduated that. I did it in two years with two majors, two minors. Like I was the star student. Like I have always had this. I've always made my decisions. I've always stood in my power. Then somewhere I got lost. And there was like a little blip in, in time where I really was not leading myself and I was not standing in my power and I was not doing the things that I knew that I could do. And it wasn't until the boot on the car was the final straw for me. And I that's when it all changed. And so over the last five years, it's just been this constant cycle of growth and like ebb and flow contraction and expansion. Of course, like it can't just always be expansion. Universal law states that when we inhale, eventually we have to exhale. And that's just the rules of the universe. I didn't make them up. So when, you know, when, when I say it's been a constant uphill, I mean that with the, with you knowing that that also means that there has been, of course, ebb and flow natural rhythm of life. Okay. So what have I done? I went back when I decided to do this masterclass, I went back through all those times and I said, well, what was it? What were like, if I could break it into like four things, like what were the four things that main character energy, like how did I, how did I always have main character energy and how did I find it again when I lost it? Right. Because how many of you right? Maybe you had main character energy and like right now you feel like you don't have it and you don't know where you went wrong. Or maybe you feel like you've never had that. Or maybe you feel like you get blips of it, right? But what is it that I, I think you need? So I'm going to tell you over the next 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, I'm going to tell you the four things that I think you need to have in order to maintain, to, to obtain and maintain main character energy in your own life. Okay. And those four things are accountability, discernment, the willingness to heal and the willingness to stay a student. Okay. 
So I'm going to break all those down for you. First, main character energy is what? It is literally, if you think of the main character of a story, this is the story, this is who this story is about, right? And sometimes there's multiple main characters in a, in a show. Like the most recent show I binged watched was Daisy Jones and the Six. And I would say that like that show was about Daisy Jones, but it was also about the band. It was also about the time. It was also about the daughter. It was all, you know, there was a lot of people that it was about, but the main character of that story for me was Daisy Jones. And so when we think about the main character, this is the person that is the most memorable. This is the person that you really get to know. This is the person that you feel like makes the decisions, who calls the shots, right? And in your life, whether you believe that or not, you are the main character of your life. No matter what's happened through your childhood, no matter you know where you've been and it's whoever's made you feel like you're not or who you've allowed to make you feel like you're not, you are. And this, what I want you to walk away with after this class is the remembering of like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's all up to me. It's all, I'm in charge because it's so easy to feel like we're not in charge, right? Whoever feels like they're not in charge. I have felt like that so many times and it is a crushing feeling, but I do believe that that is our ego, the enemy, whoever you want to call it. That is, the, that is our ego trying to get us to stay small. And if you've ever been in a training with me, you've heard me talk about the ego. I love my ego. I, I take care of my ego. I treat my ego like a six-year-old, like my, like when my son was six years old, I treat my ego like that. And I remind it that although we are scared to grow, we are scared of change. We are scared of evolution. We are scared of expansion. We are, we are, it's okay. It's okay to grow. And our ego is responsible. Our ego is connected to our subconscious mind. And it's connect, It's up, responsible for up to 95% of our daily thoughts and actions. And so if our subconscious mind and our ego are working together, it's in an effort to keep us safe. And to our ego, safety means staying small. It means staying safe. It means staying the same because growth is unknown. Growth is scary. And our ego is going to try to keep us from that growth whenever possible, not because it's evil, not because it's bad, but because it's like a six-year-old who doesn't want its routine changed. Okay. So a lot of what we're going to talk about today is really you just being able to sit down with your ego and be like, Hey, I know you're scared right now. I know that everybody has made you feel like you do not have a say in your life. I know that it would be easier just to continue to lick these wounds that we have and stay in this box, but we're done. We're done. And we're not doing that anymore. And I got you. And so a lot of what I'm going to talk about today about stepping into your main character energy, into your personal power is going to be, it's going to, it's going to have to do with that. So the first of these that I think you need to have in order to have true and to maintain true main character energy is accountability. And um, this is uh a big one. I'm seeing, is it ego? You feel the imposter syndrome. Absolutely. Yes. Imposter syndrome is literally 
you are not good enough. That person is better. Why are you even trying? Can we just stop? Wouldn't it be easier to not even go there because they're way better than that than you? Yes, that is 100% your ego trying to make sure that you don't grow. And it's okay to tell your ego, ego, honey, we're going to do this anyway. Like literally talk to it like it's a six-year-old child. It'll change your life. Okay. Accountability. This is a big one. And this is the one I start with because it's always the one that like hurts the most. The first step to having main character energy is understanding and acknowledging and owning the fact that you are actually in control and you have been giving your power away. I know it hurts. Let's just rip that bandaid off. It is so much easier to be like, no, I'm not in control. I have no say so over my own life. No, 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 no. But that's lies. That's actually not fact. And the fact is you are actually in control of your own life. Will taking accountability for your life require you to make difficult decisions that may make someone upset? Absolutely. Will will having accountability of your life absolutely make you like make decisions that may mean like leaving people to their own devices and like stepping away from certain relationships? Absolutely. Will that trigger some people? 100%. It's the accountability. You have to be able to say, I am in charge and everything that has not been going the way I want is because I've allowed it to be because I've been more comfortable licking this wound, right? Of I'm not good enough of that person is better of I'm not smart enough of I'm too busy of I don't have the money of I don't know what to do. It's easier to lick that wound. So taking accountability for that wound and being like, you know what? I have just like let this wound just like fester for so long and I've just let it stay there. And I've just been like nursing the wound instead of just healing the wound. Accountability is powerful, powerful. It is the ability to say, you know what? I chose that and that was not the right choice. And it's okay because I learned something from it. Every it's the accountability is learning that everything that happens is happening for you. And that is tough to admit. When my dad died, I sat on that for so long and thought, why is this happening to me? Why, why does my dad have to die and like leave his grandson, right? What I can tell you is over after two and a half years of being without my dad, as much as I would probably trade it all to get to hug him one more time, I know that in, in order for me to learn the lessons that I have learned over the last two and a half years, that had to happen. And it is awful. And I've taken accountability for that. I've taken accountability for the fact that I gave my power away to my dad who wasn't taking accountability for his own life. I, I can stand in that now. Um, accountability is being able to say, yeah, you know what? I got married at age 20, even though everybody told me not to. And when it was good, it was great. We lived overseas. We traveled the world. I went to 28 countries before I was 28 years old. Like not many people get to do that. Not many people choose that. Right. I did all of that. And I stayed in that relationship way too long. That relationship was over before I let it be over. And I fought too hard. I gave my power away for too long and I take accountability for that. I'm also grateful for it because everything that's happened since has happened the way it's meant to happen. So it's the accountability for the fact that you have not stood in your power. Part of having main character energy is taking accountability for the fact that you have allowed yourself to not be in your main character energy. 
And once you take accountability for stuff, then all of a sudden you go, everything that's happened has made sense. Everything in my life that has happened makes sense. It makes sense that that happened because I was not taking accountability for my own life. How are we feeling? How does that feel? That hurt? Do you feel like a little bit punched in the stomach? Are there things that you're thinking of right now where you're like, ooh, I should really, ooh, I should really like dig into that a little bit. Accountability, it's number one. Like it has to be number one. If you don't take accountability, everything in my life that I've done, I've taken accountability for. Maybe not right away. I do now. Now when I when I when I don't listen to my intuition and I stay on something too long or I I wait on a decision too long or you know something something I know I was meant to do something and then I don't and then I I reap the you know things for it later I I now can go ooh yeah that was me I did that I took I take accountability right so take accountability for the things in your life that you've given your power away Every time you've let someone treat you bad, every time you've let someone try to tell you that you are not meant for something or that you are not good enough for something or you are too much for something or you are too loud or you are too this or you are not enough of that. Every time you've allowed that to happen, you've given your power away. Take accountability for that right now. Take accountability for that. Every time you've felt that burning urge in your body, whether it be in your sacral or in your emotional center or wherever your human design intuition is, right? Wherever you have felt that that burning urge to do something and you just haven't because you let your ego get in the way. This happens a lot with people who are looking to like, I get a lot of people who want to join my mastermind, right? This is a good example. I get a lot of people who want to join scale to six. And if you haven't joined scale to six. It is literally a life-changing container. Anyone who's in there will tell you it's a life-changing container. I know that I am fully aware of it. Um, the, I will have conversations with people about it and they'll be all about it. They'll be so in, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then I say, great, it's 1500 a month and you can pay per month. You can pay whatever. And then they go, Ooh, and then I don't hear from them. And then they ghost me. And I'm like, listen, that's, you, I don't need, it's like, I always say like, I don't need people to be in my containers. I only want people in my containers who want to be in my containers, because ultimately if you're like fighting with people to be in your business or fighting with people to be in your life or fighting to like, hang on to people that like, aren't meant to be there, then it's just going to be a draining experience for you later on. So I very much like, don't need people in my containers. What I want and what I, what I, move people toward his decisions, accountability, right? So this happens a lot. People will say like, yes, I want to be a part of this. And then they let their ego get in the way of the price. And then I don't hear from them. And it's like, to be able to take accountability for that and be like, yeah, I let my ego, I let my ego get in the way of that. Wow. I really did. Like I got afraid and I took accountability and I stepped back. And then I, I went and I found someone who could give, you know, give me this, give me an experience for cheaper. It didn't work because cheaper is cheap. (laughs) Right. Like that's just what it is. And honestly, like that happens a lot. And, And it's the accountability. You have to take accountability for that. And once you take accountability, that's freedom. When you take accountability for your life, now everything is in your control. That's everybody thinks that taking accountability for their life is like is bad or it's it's like giving your power away. It is the opposite. Taking accountability for things in your life. I'm not saying taking accountability for things that weren't your fault. I'm saying taking accountability for things that you gave your power away to. And 
I I've done it. I've kept myself way too small for way too long. Like my, my brother like disowned me a few months ago. And that's a whole other story for a whole other time, but he like completely disowned me. And I used to play so small because I didn't want to like rock the boat because I knew that like my brother did not stand in his power the way that I always have. And like, he would always get like really triggered by like whatever I did. And so I would always play small. And when he like disowned me and like called me to like, tell me how terrible I was, I had a moment where I was like, Ooh, should I shrink? Should I be like, I'm so sorry. Ooh, what can I do? Can I make it better? Y'all, this is the first time I did. And I took accountability and I said, you know what? I've given my power away to this way too long. And ultimately I am not the landing place of projection and pain. And you have to decide that it's that decision to take accountability and decide that you are no longer going to be the landing place of projection or pain. That is main character energy. Main characters do not take on other people's stuff, right? Okay. That's accountability. Number two is discernment. This is huge. In order to be the main character of your life, you got to take, you have to have discernment. And that is the ability to decide what you need to be giving your energy to and what you don't need to be giving your energy to, right? I used to do sales calls all the time in my business. I used to people, can we just get on the phone and chat for 30 minutes? And I'd be like, sure. Because in my mind, I was like, Ooh, that's the only way they're going to say yes. Is if I get on the phone with them for 30 minutes and I was draining, I was draining myself so much by doing that. And ultimately like I would do that for people for one-on-one. And it's like people, people who are ready for private mentorship don't need to be convinced they just make moves. And I was giving my energy away to people who were never going to say yes to something like that. And then eventually I was like, you know what? Discernment. Is this really where the best use of my energy is? I have a podcast. I put out two episodes a week. I have an Instagram that I I, I post daily on. I post stories every day. I have so much free content available. I have a website that has like free trainings available. Is it really worth my time to be on sales calls trying to convince people of things? No, it's not. So discernment letting me led me to getting rid of that. Discernment led me to raising my prices because I was no longer available to attract people into my business who needed everything from me. I was no longer available for that. That was a just that I discerned, right? Discernment is whether or not I go to my coach, because I have a coach, I'll always have a coach. I go to like discernment is like, do I go to my coach when I'm having a bad day or do I sit back and I take a step back and go, okay, what is it? What's wrong with this? How can I better understand what's happening? How can I take more accountability? The discernment of that discernment is whether or not you're actually going to like you ever been like you, there's like a tricky situation and you can either like give a lot of energy to it, or you can just like say what needs to be said and release it. That's discernment. Discernment is being able to, instead of like when you put out an offer. So for those of you, I'm pretty sure everybody in here is a business owner or trying to be a business owner. When you're trying to build a business and like something doesn't work, you put something out and it doesn't sell right away. The discernment piece is being able to take a step back and go, why isn't it selling? 
Is it that I'm not selling it enough? Because that's huge. Is it that I actually don't have a big enough network to sell to, right? Like, especially in the coaching industry, standard conversion rates about 2%. So I have to have a lot of eyes on something in order to sell it. And so do I have an audience? And if not, am I, what am I doing to grow my audience? Right. That's why I started a podcast. I'm nurturing my audience through my podcast. Right. I, I, if you don't have a podcast, are you going to networking events? Discernment is being able to take a step back and go, what's happening here? And being able to move the energy through your body without letting it burn you to the ground. And I think so often when we're not standing in our power in our main character energy, it often comes down to the fact that we are not discerning what is working and what is not. We're just like looking outside of ourselves for the answers and we're like running around like a chicken with our head cut off. And the discernment piece, right? When I, when I was able to like, when I, well, okay, here's a great example of discernment. So I was, um, I, I started my entrepreneurship journey in network marketing and I built very quickly in that industry. And it was because I had a network that trusted me already. I built a brand for myself. I was really in love with what I was selling, all the things I built to the top very quickly. And then I got to the point where it was no longer filling me up the way it used to. And so I was like, I need to discern here what is important to me. And ultimately I decided to start a coaching business because I wanted to serve people in a different way. I wanted to expand my wings as to what was possible for how I could serve people. Because what I'm really good at, and this is again, main character energy is knowing what you're good at. I am really good at getting people to think in a different way. I'm really good at getting people to look inside of themselves and go, wow, I'm not living my best life and being able to stand into their power to do that. I'm really good at that. So maybe I could start a business and really be able to do that in a different way. And ultimately that's, that's what I chose. And the discernment piece was being able to know when to let the network marketing business go, when to let it go, when it was time, right? These are things that you have to be able to do discerning when it's time to let something go. That's no longer serving you deciding when it's time to let someone go that is not adding to your best self. Discernment is being able to to regulate for yourself when you're not feeling good, right? If you wake up and you're in a bad freaking mood, can you discern why that is? Can you sit with yourself and go, ooh, I know now what I, I know how to get through this because I've, I have practices that I, I can utilize, right? If I wake up groggy, I drink a 32 glass, 32 ounce glass of lemon water. I don't just sit around and be like, man, I don't feel good today. Mm. I do something about it. And maybe something about it means that I don't take calls that day. Maybe, maybe the discernment piece is going, you know what, today I'm not actually giving my best to my containers and it's time for me to like step back and actually just like take a moment, take a beat and figure out like what, what needs to happen, right? Discernment is knowing when it's time to be a CEO and when it's time to be an employee an employee in your business. You can't just be an employee in your business. If you're, if the business rises and falls on whether or not you are present, then you are not a CEO. You are a self, you are self-employed. A CEO is someone who discerns when it's time to step out of the business and take a look at what needs to happen from a bigger picture. That's what I teach my clients to do. I, we have conversations like that inside of my, my mastermind all the time about like the difference between employee and CEO. And that shift is all about discernment. And that shift is what takes you into main character energy in your own life. Okay, so that's discernment.
The third thing I think you really, really need to have, and tell me how you're doing. Like you can write in the chat. I'm watching the chat as we do this. So like, if you have, if there's like questions, I'll, I'll maybe get to them, but tell me how you're feeling. I, we don't have to, I don't want to just talk at you. We can, we can converse. Um, okay. So the third thing that I think is really powerful um, when, when stepping into your main character energy is your willingness to heal. And this is so big. I cannot tell you how many people I've heard say, I don't have trauma. Okay. We need to change what trauma is. Um, like we need to change what trauma is because on one end, people think they don't have trauma, but trauma really doesn't need to be some like dramatic thing, right? It doesn't need to be this like big dramatic parade, right? Trauma is literally when I was a kid and I was, I, I was a great dancer and I was a swimmer and then I played softball for a while and I also got really good grades and I did all these things and I was praised for it. Oh my gosh, Danielle, you do all this stuff. How do you do it all? How do you do it all? I was praised for being busy. I was praised for being good at things, right? And then I got it into my head that that was the only way that I could be loved or worthy of success is if I was busy all the time. That's trauma. I had to unlearn that. My willingness to unlearn that, right? Willingness to unlearn that. That's one side of trauma. The other side of trauma is people who have been through some shit, right? Like you have been through actual trauma, rape, abuse, neglect, right? Like you've been through trauma. Maybe you grew up in poverty. Maybe you grew up. That's, that's trauma also. And we don't need to get into a battle of like who suffered more, right? We all have it. And it's the ability to go, yes, these things happened to me and I don't have to stay there. I don't have to stay there right? This is a conversation I have a lot with, you know, my, my clients and my friends in the black community, in the Jewish community, right? In the LGBT community, these like minorities communities. Yes. The trauma you've endured is enormous, enormous. And taking accountability, take, having discernment and having the willingness to go, but I don't have to align with that frequency. I don't have to align with that anymore. And actually I can stand in my own power. I can heal that trauma. I'm allowed to be the main character in my life. I'm allowed to not be so freaking busy all the time. I'm allowed to forgive. forgive. Forgiveness is huge. Everybody is doing the best they can with the resources they have. Once you believe that, you can heal from anything. Once you believe that and you really believe that, you can forgive anyone. And forgiveness isn't for the other person, it's for you. Remember that. So the willingness to heal, the willingness to actually go, you know what, this wound, <laughs> it's actually not serving me. And I, I've been keeping it there so everybody sees it. Here's what happens with wounds, right? This is, this is a big one. This is the willingness to heal where it really comes in. Here's a wound, okay? This wound is, I wish that I could be really successful, but... I have a whole, like, there's a lot of people that depend on me and I can't just go and like change it. 
I wish I could, but I can't because people depend on me. I'm going to keep licking this wound. And yeah, you know what? I'm super drained and I'm super exhausted. And oh gosh, I wish I could. I wish I could just like do what I want. I wish I could just make decisions because it feels good in my body. And I wish I could believe that, you know, doing everything that I I need to do in my life is actually what's going to make me a better mom and a better wife and a better partner and a better husband and a, a better friend. I wish I could believe that, but I'm just, you know, there's too many people that depend on me. I'm just too busy. I'm going to just lick this wound. And then this is what you get to rely on every time. Guys, these wounds we, these wounds we have, right? These stories we tell ourselves, they're perfect. They're perfect because they literally are the reason we don't have to grow. They're literally the reason we don't have to heal. And I've had my fair share of wounds. Trust me. I've had my fair share of wounds. But y'all, the willingness to heal the willingness to get to the bottom of where it started, right? And this is why I hope I do human design. This is why I help people figure out their human design. This is why I help people with cord cutting meditations. This is the stuff that I teach inside of all of my containers, right? These methods, these things that you can use to actually heal. But these wounds that you just keep, keep there. I'm too busy. I wish I was smart enough, but you know what? I'm not, I wish I had, oh, I wish I had more resources. If I had more resources, my wound, if I wish, I wish I had more resources, but I didn't, I grew up, you know, I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks and I grew up with, you know, I grew up in poverty and I just don't have the resources that everyone else has. So I, I can't, I can't go, I can't be successful. I can't be the main character because this is just how it is. Only you get to choose to heal that. You are the only one that gets to choose to let that version of yourself go. And you can at any moment. Sure, you might have to go, you might have to learn some things. You might have to do a good Google search on what it means to be successful. You might have to change your friends. Ooh, you might have to change your friends. You might have to stop hanging out with those people. You might have to get a better routine, right? If you want to heal and you want to, you want to, be a better version of yourself, but you're out drinking every night, you might have to stop doing that. You might have to make some changes in your life. You can't just decide and then not make changes, right? The willingness to heal includes action. You have to be willing to do the action, but here's where we get messed up. We think that, oh my gosh, it took so long to fuck myself up. So it must, it's going to take that long to undo it. And I don't know if I have the energy for that. It's not true. You can literally align with a new frequency in an instant. Multiple timelines, multiple existence happening all around us all the time, right? We always, at the exact same time, 100% of the time, you have the spiritual timeline, you have your mental timeline, you have your physical timeline, all three happening at the same exact time. You can align with whichever one you want at any moment. And then you have to take action to get there. But the action can be swift. The action can be powerful. The action can be in a moment, right? I was super burnt out. I was, I was, I wore busy like a badge of honor. I was just, you know, I was the one that said, yes, I'm just busy. I'm too busy for everything. I just, you know, the only way that I'm going to be successful is if I'm constantly doing more, right? Doing more, doing more, doing more. Guess what that led to? One way ticket to burnout. Burnout's not a destination. Burnout's literally just a symptom of the root cause, which is not living a life that I'm aligned with. And that was me. And then eventually I hit that wall and I had to take a look at myself. I could either continue down that path, which led, which was like up, 
spiral burnout, up spiral burnout all the time, giving my power away. Or in that moment, I could make, I could be willing to heal. I could be willing to shift my perspective and be like, Ooh, maybe actually my, my worth isn't tied to praise. Hmm. Maybe if I heal this, I can actually, I don't, I'm not, I don't need the praise to keep going. Guess what happened? I got a lot less praise, but the, the confirmation that I was doing the right thing and moving was I had peace. My central nervous system was calm and I was influencing the way people moved. I was talking about life context. Now everybody's talking about life context, right? I was talking about human design and now everybody's talking about how they are living in aligned life. That's the willingness to heal is what inspires people to move y'all. So if you're building a business, you cannot do it unless you're willing to heal. If you're trying to be the main character of your life, you cannot do it unless you're willing, actually willing, and then do make different choices and heal, right? You can't just go do ayahuasca in the jungle all the time. And like, that's it. You got to actually make shifts. You got to actually be willing to like make the changes. I'm not saying don't do ayahuasca in the jungle. If you're called to that, do it. But let that, let what you learn in that, that sacred moment be translated into action. Action that sticks. Action that you don't let your ego go, ooh, we don't want to do this. This is scary because the ego is going to do that every single time. And every time you go and every, the bigger you get, the more your ego is going to try to slow you down because the more growth that happens, the scared, more scared it gets. Think about like a six-year-old. If you take them to Disneyland and you're like, oh, we're going to go on this little ride. It's a little scary. They're like, oh, that was really scary, but okay. And then you take them on a bigger ride and they're like, oh, no, this is really scary. And then by the time you get to like Guardians of the Galaxy, which by the way, should still be called Tower of Terror. That was the stupidest change Disneyland ever made. And I'll stand by that till the day I die. However, you get them to that ride and all of a sudden my six-year-old is like, I can't do this. This is really scary. And they have a fucking meltdown, right? That's your ego. That's how your ego is. And it's okay to be like ego, honey, baby, we got this. We're going to move through this. We're going to heal. We're going to, we are going to move on. We are going to change the story. We're going to change the story. But Danielle, I don't have any examples of that in my life. Like everybody around me is in scarcity and fear and well, you need new friends. Nobody supports me, Danielle. Nobody supports me. You need a bigger pond. You are the biggest fish in your pond. You need a bigger pond. You got to be willing. 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 Right? And willing is not just saying you're willing. Willing is actually backed up by action. And then the fourth thing I think you need to have main character energy is the willingness to stay a student. How many of you have been like, yep, how many of you have done this with me? You've taken, you've been in the container with me and you learn and you're like, okay, great. Yeah, bye. And then you don't stay a student. Guess what happens? You'll grow for a little while and then you plateau. And when you plateau, you start to get scared and fear and anxiety because it's no longer growing like it used to. And so what do you do? You search outside of yourself for the answers. You stop looking internally. You start taking, and listen, like I'll always have a coach. I don't go to a coach because I need them to like push me. I go to a coach because I, I just want the support of somebody who's been there, right? I'm not looking for them to fix me. I'm not looking for my coach to like, like manipulate the way I think. And I don't do that for my clients. Any of my clients who are in my containers will tell you, like, I don't tell you how to think. 
I don't, I don't like push you along. I teach you how to have discernment. I teach you how to stand in your power so that you can make your choices. But if you get to the point where you are not being a student and you're unwilling to learn, then you're going to fall flat. And when you're outside of yourself and when you're giving your power away to everyone else, like, because what happens when you plateau is, like I said, you start to look outside of yourself and then everybody starts to tell you, when you start to look outside of yourself, everyone's willing to give you opinions. Well, you should be doing this. And what you should be doing is that. And what you should be doing is that. And why are you doing that? And isn't it, wouldn't it be easier if you just did this? And then you start to believe it and you go, maybe, maybe it is. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you've stopped working, you've stopped growing your business. You've gone back to hanging out with like people that like are not good for your highest self. And you're right back at square one because you stopped being a student. So keeping yourself inside of mentorship and coaching is going to be huge for you on this journey. And this is not me being like, come into my containers. Although what I'm saying is come into my containers because you, if you're unwilling to be a student, it's going to fall flat, right? You've got to be willing to learn. And I'm not saying you got to do personal development every single day, 24 seven. In fact, you can have burnout from personal development. You really, really can. Um, Cause eventually you've got to like put it into action, right? You got to take all this stuff that you're learning and you got to put it into action. And I think that's the, the power of being in consistent, powerful mentorship is like, you have someone there to continue to grow with where sometimes when you put yourself into like a short container and I'm not saying don't like put yourself into short containers. Like if you're just trying, if this is like blowing your mind right now, like I am going to tell you about a program I have coming up that I think would be great for you. Um, but like you put yourself into those containers, but when you know that you're just ready to like continue to grow, putting yourself in with consistent mentorship isn't going to make your central nervous system go, I only have this long. I only have this long. I only have this long. Oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? Ooh, like you don't have, you won't have that because you'll just know that you have long-term support and you can do this inside a paid container. You can do this. If you have a friend, I have friends, right? I have friends that have been where I'm going, right? I have a friend who like bought a $3 million house with cash last year. Guess who I go to when I'm feeling scarcity around money? I go to her, right? I go to my coach too, but I go to her. And so having people that you are, you're a smaller fish in a bigger pond doesn't make you inferior. It means that you're a student. It means that you're here to learn, right? I was stuck in a group for way too long being the energy source and that brought me down. Yep, I love that, needed that, love that. I quit being the student over the last year and my life and business 100% suffered. I was so unhappy and I let was Yes, yes, because when we're not the student, we're out of our own power. And when we're out of our power, we're not the main character of our life. We're letting other people be the main characters of our life. It's not fun. It's not fun. And you find yourself like suffering, right? You find yourself like getting into this, this space and um, it's not a fun place to be. So be willing to stay a student. Every time I feel like I plateau, I actually invest more into and that could be time, that could be money. I invest more into my mentorship. For example, we built this house that we're living in. We built this beautiful home in Texas. And we, um, <laughs> we, I, I knew I could feel it when we were moving in. I was hitting an upper limit because putting that much money down, right? Putting that much money into a home, investing that much into like building this dream. I felt my upper limit. So instead of like 
internalizing those emotions and being like, oh gosh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? It's feeling, I feel uncomfortable. What did I do? I went and I invested in a mentor and I invested $60,000 into a mentor because I was like, this is, this person is going to help me move through this. So I don't ever have to feel the, the pressure and like come out of myself. I can stay in my power. Right. And yeah, that was a stretch. Like after you put a hundred thousand dollars into a house, putting another 60,000 into a, into a coach, that's a lot. And it's, it stresses your body out. And I have discernment enough to go, is this real? Or is this my ego just freaking out because we've never done this before. And I ended up making that back in two days. So it was fine, right? It was fine. But this is all about discernment. This is having that, that accountability for yourself. Uh, I'm coming out of grief and seeing how I stopped growing while trying to control my loved one's decline. Oh yeah, this is big. So my dad, when he was dying, I like, I, I think I, I didn't, uh, I didn't like give my power away in the moment, but after he died, I remember I was, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep moving. I know how to get through this. I have the tools. I know how to get through grief. And on we go. And it wasn't until a year after he died, right about the year anniversary of his death, I like hit the wall. And I realized that I had been giving my power away to someone who was not here anymore, <laughs> which was crazy. And, um, and I had started living my life to prove that I was okay over my dad dying when actually like I wasn't okay. I probably never will be okay. That's a hole that will be un like, that's not going to be replaced. It's not going to be replaced. I know there's a few of you on here that have recently lost parents or loved ones. And it's, it, it's not going to go away, but what you will do is get stronger and grief is its own growth. So if you're going through grief, you can still be the main character of your life while you go through grief. You don't have to step out of that. And I did step out of that. So I can speak from experience that you do not have to. You can, st you can stay the main character of your life and be in an unimaginable pit of grief because that grief is teaching you something. That grief is giving you a lesson that only you can learn. No one else can learn that lesson from you and everybody's grief lesson is going to be different. So just because I had a, a lesson that I learned through my dad's death does not mean that you're going to have the same one. Um, grief could be you had a breakup, right? Grief could be, uh, gosh, I, I've grieved old versions of myself, past versions of myself that like put up with way more bullshit than I put up with now. I've grieved those versions of myself. I've grieved that because I let go of friends. I was re willing to release people from my life that I loved and I cared about. That's grief. That's still grief. You have to grieve that. And grief is growth. Um, do you believe every person possesses? Yes. I think every single person has main character energy. And there's always a part of you that knows that you are made for something big, right? Think back to like you, you as a child. Every little child, before they are taught that they are not good enough by society or whoever, Every little child thinks that they are in that they can do anything. I mean, just look at any kid who like climbs up onto the back of the couch and says he's going to jump off. And you're like, what are you doing? You are going to break your face. It's because they have main character energy and they feel unstoppable. We are born being the center of our own world. We're born that way. And then we're taught 
that humble is a good idea. And we're taught that selfishness is bad. And then we step out of ourselves and we lose it. Guys, I think humble is like the most terrible thing to be. And I know that's like, wait, what? I, <laughs> if you look up the definition of humble in the dictionary, humble in the dictionary is literally, it says like to diminish one's own accomplishments to like make other people happy. Like I paraphrase that and I didn't say that exact, but that's basically what it's saying. Like what, what? Why do I have to shrink myself to make other people feel comfortable? Actually, what if everybody stood in their power? What if everybody was the main character of their own life? And what that did was make everyone around them that they were meant to serve go, if they can, I can. Oh my gosh, if they can do that, I can do that. Humility is bullshit. We're taught that. And when we're taught to be humble, we step, we step out of our main character energy. I'm not saying to go around and be like, you suck and I'm not, I am amazing and you suck. That's, that's different than humility, right? That's just being an asshole. Don't be an asshole, but humble. I, I will never be humble ever. We, we brag big in my world. If you're in my world, you, you know, we brag big. Second is selfishness, selfish. Okay. So our paradigm is shifting. I talk about this a lot, but in case you haven't heard it, our paradigm is shifting. We used to be in this like 3d paradigm where um, you know, it was rules and it was boxes and everybody had a role and everybody had a job and everybody had a thing. And like that worked because before that we were cavemen running around like with, with no rules and like no structure. So like we needed the structure as a society, we needed the structure. So everybody had rules, everybody had boxes, everybody had a thing. Well, now we're kind of all moving towards this new paradigm. We're like, what if I don't have to stay in the box? What if I just like, like, you know, that reel that's like, what if I just, what if I just like, what if I just stepped out of that box? What if I just decided that I didn't have to be this anymore? What if I decided that I didn't have to be that way? What if I decided that I don't need rules as much as maybe I thought I did? Or what if I, what if I actually just did whatever I wanted? That's where the world's moving and think how much beautiful, like, gosh, imagine if everybody was just like living in their truth and in their power and like doing the things that they want to do because it feels good. And because they're following their intuition, if everybody on this planet followed their intuition, the way their intuition was designed. So this is depending on your human design, right? It could be emotional. It could be solar plexus, or I mean, it could be emotional. It could be sacral. It could be mental. It could be your spleen. It could be so many different places where intuition is coming from. Intuition is never going to come from your like from your, your brain, there is mental and there is ego intuition, but that's not like letting your, your brain talk you into things. That's intuition is never going to come from there. But if everybody on this planet followed their intuition, the way their intuition was meant to be, that is the definition of freedom, right? The definition of freedom and that's selfishness. So as a society, we've started to do this thing where we go, it's not selfish to take care of yourself. It's not selfish to put your needs first. It's not selfish to do that. Y'all, yes, it is. It's literally the fucking definition of selfishness. It's the definition of selfishness. It's not the definition of selfish we need to change. It's how we view it. What is the number one threat to a society that wants everybody to stay in boxes and this paradigm that needs everybody in their role and everybody in their place? What is the number one threat to that? Selfishness. Selfishness. So duh. Duh, we're going to be taught that selfishness is bad, but it's not. So anytime I'm called selfish now, I'm like, thank you. Thank you. I have been working really hard on this. 
I don't view selfish as a bad thing. I think selfish is the most amazing thing you can be because you are in your genius. You are in your light. You are in your main character energy. And now you get to serve the people that you're actually here to serve. Now you get to be the person that you've always wanted and desired and known that you are. Now you get to become that superhero that you used to think about when you were a six-year-old trying to jump off the back of the couch, right? Like, that, that little, I mean, my son is seven and he literally is like, he talks to me about like moving through time and space and portals and all these things. And I'm like, you know what? Yes. Time travel, my son. I believe that you can. Like, I, I really do believe that he can. My, my son's wild. He like remembers his past lives. It's crazy. But he like, I will never, ever make him feel small, right? Like, Every single one of us, like we, most of us grew up in a generation where when we had big ideas as kids, we were told to like, calm down. When we were big and wild and energy and crazy, we were told that we were like ADHD, right? Like there's just so many times that we were told to step out of our main character energy because the most dangerous person in the world is the person who does not need validation from anyone. That is the most dangerous person in the world. The most dangerous person in the world is the person who stands in their power. And you do that, you get that main character energy back by having accountability, by having discernment, by having a willingness to heal and having a willingness to stay a student. I do believe that those are the four things that every single person, if you just had those four things, you would never be knocked out of that main character energy ever. Um, I have a few offers coming up and you're gonna get an email in about four minutes that is going to offer you these things. And for 72 hours, you get a discount. Yay, you get a discount. Um, number one is a masterclass. So all of us are business owners or CEOs are trying to be CEOs. And I know a lot of people just want to know, like, how do I get to six figures? Like, I just want $100,000 business. So um, June 1st, I have a masterclass and it's called um, the foundations for a six-figure business, <laughs> where I'm going to teach you the, the things that you need to be implementing into your business to have a six-figure business. And a lot of this includes main character energy, but then there's also some like strategy. So like, I've taught you this now. Now the next step is like, okay, but like, what do I I need to do. <laughs> and so I'm going to teach you about having a six-figure business um, on June 1st. And for the next 72 hours, you can get that for $99. That price will go up to $199. So you're saving about a hundred bucks. Um, and if you, you have to do it within 72 hours or it's not good, um, which you're going to get an email all about it. The next thing, July 1st, uh, we are relaunching Intuition Authority Power, which if you haven't done that course, Intuition Authority Power is my human design course for entrepreneurs. So we've elevated it. We've like improved it. We've refined it. And we're relaunching it. Um, that price will start at 777. You can put a deposit and pay in payment plans for that. Click on the link on the email. You'll see everything. But that price is going to go up to $1,111. So for the next 72 hours, you can get it for 777 and you can pay that in blocks. Um, if you are interested in applying human design to your business as you grow it, that is definitely 100% the course for you. And a question I get a lot is like, what if I don't have a business? My guess is that if you're here, you want to have a business and that course is going to help you kind of get clear on that through your human design. So that's a really amazing course. I'm obsessed with this course. I'm so excited to be relaunching it. And that'll start July 1st. Um, 
And again, 72 hours, you can get it for cheaper. And then third, um, my scale to six mastermind. So let's say like you are ready for mentorship. Like you're like, I am ready to be a part of something big. I want to be with people. My mastermind group is amazing. And like, they have the most incredible businesses. They have the most incredible ideas. If you want that, like inundation of like people who are moving in the direction you're moving, right? And you're like, oh, I just want to be like around that energy all the time. Scale to six mastermind is for you. It is $1,500 a month. And um, if for the next 72 hours, if you come into that container with us and that, that container, that includes virtual retreats every, um, at like every quarter we do a virtual retreat. We do, uh, there's like some strategy calls with my team, teaching them about like convert kit. And we're going to have a copy one. And we're going to have like all the different things. You also get like Slack support from me. And if for the next 72 hours you join into that container, um, you also get one free uh, call with me one-on-one. -on -one. So that is huge. And um, I'm excited to offer you that. So any questions you have, reply to the email you're gonna get in a couple minutes. And um, I just love you all. Thank you so much for being here. And welcome to the main character CEO community. Love y'all.